On today's show, the return of the super band and getting ready for Turkey Day, one out of ten of us are not going to make it. And the Max returns to the air, all fingers crossed. And isn't that the shittiest Christmas tree you've ever seen? All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? You doing okay? Are you ready? Uh, is your uh, is your floor swept? Is the laundry done? Is the carpet shampooed? Do you have new linens on the on the beds? Well, yeah, yes, you do, of course, because Thanksgiving's right around the corner, and you got family coming in from all over town, and uh, some people you haven't seen for a while, and some people you see almost every day. Before we get started, hands above our heads and a big stretch. And we do this just to kind of relax, breathe in, breathe out before we start the show because uh, what a whirlwind. What a what a time to be alive right now. I mean, you know, we're we're dealing with Thanksgiving. You know, don't take Thanksgiving away from us. But I mean, this virus has has taken a lot of things away from us and now we're starting to get into those family holidays. Uh we're getting into Thanksgiving and New Year's and then it rolls right around into our uh, Thanksgiving, then Christmas, and then rolls right into New Year's. And then guess what? It's my birthday, everyone. So make sure uh, you save enough money. <laughs> Buy me a gift this year. Oh, but one thing. Oh, God. I've been running around the house, tr- you know, trying to get everything cleaned up because our, our nieces, our, I say our nieces, her side of the family is is coming up for Thanksgiving. They do every year. And it's her sister-in-law and her nieces, three girls, uh, are coming up here next week. And... Maybe maybe they'll be on the show next week. Maybe I can talk them into being on the show. That should be interesting, right? We had them on the show probably about four years ago, uh, and those old podcasts are still out there. But, yeah, and let us know from uh, from a Florida standpoint, because they're all from Florida, of what's going on down in Florida. Now, here, up in the French, you know, we have 20-some-odd acres here, and it's just me and my wife, plus the horses, the cows, the chickens, the dogs, the lions and bears, oh, my. But I've been running around and, and trying to take care of the property, inside the property. And I say inside the property, inside the house. And, you know, my job is to, um, you know, clean the, clean the facilities. I mean, it's just two of us. Not that it's a messy place or anything like that, but we do have dogs. We do have interior dogs or dogs that live inside and they walk around, they go outside and they run back inside and, and they shed. And so every, oh, the floors need to be mopped and, and the carpets need to be <laughs> shampooed like I was talking about earlier. Um, but one of the things is we have two English bulldogs. We used to have four dogs. We had a miniature pincher and three bulldogs. Now we were down to two. We lost them for old age. They were old. They were good dogs. They were good, good girls, good, good puppies. And they have passed away. So we're, I don't say down. <laughs> it's a horrible way to put it, but we have now, uh, two English bulldogs and one's really old and, and she's an old lady. You know, we've had her for probably 12 years, which is unheard of for, for English bulldogs. And, you know, sometimes she doesn't want to go up and down the steps. Now, here on the French, our, our house sits on a footer. You know, we have a crawl space and everything underneath the house. So to get in any door, any access here on the property is four steps, four, minimum of four steps. And when I say four steps, eight inch rise or, or six inch rise, 11 inch step. We talked about this a long time ago. So anyways, so uh, the puppies, sometimes they're all, they have, um, you know, their joints and their bones that want to move. So my wife goes, make sure if the dog, if, if, if the, we call her Pookie Dookie Bear. 
I know. Pookie Dookie Bear. She's a big, we call her the fuzzy baked potato, actually. <laughs> She's a big, fat, fuzzy brown dog, you know, fuzzy baked potato. And it's sometimes if she doesn't, she has to go outside because she's old and she kind of has like accidents in the house, which is, you know, you get mad, but you can't get mad. Babe, make sure you take uh, Pookie Dookie Bear downstairs. Uh, fine, no problem. Make sure you carry her down if she doesn't want to go down. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. All right, go. And you kind of push him with your foot. You know, go, go, go out, go, go, push, 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 go, go, go outside, go. And then they kind of look at you. Go. No, go go down the steps. And no, she doesn't want to go down the steps. No, so now I've got to pick this dog up. Now the dog, it's only about a foot and a half long, but weighs about 60 to 70 pounds. You know, it's a bulldog. It's a big sack of potatoes. So I take one step down, and I take another step down, and I take another step down onto wooden steps down to, you know what, uh, uh, concrete, not concrete, the, like herringbone, where they use like used bricks and do the herringbone pattern and stuff for a walkway. Well, that's what we have going outside of them, which you hit on ground level. And we've been having some rain and some rain, a lot of rain, and this area doesn't get a lot of sun. So what happens when you have moisture and shade? You get mold and mold. Mold ended up building up on this one little spot. I say one little spot. It's, you know, a good two-foot square area. So sure enough, I'm walking down there, and I've got this big dog on my chest. And, you know, the dog's legs don't bend. They're just kind of out. And I take a step, and sure enough, I'm barefoot, stepped on the mold, slipped, went straight down on my left hip. And I tuck my arms in. Meanwhile, I'm holding the, I'm trying to protect the dog from landing on the ground and busting its head open. I'm tucking my arms in. Well, bam, I, I hit every step straight down. Boom. Bent my toes like, <laughs> like hyper extended, but, but curled them under my foot. And you know, they're all black. They're not broken. They're all black and blue. I pulled all the, the tendons and stuff. And so the dog, ba- I see the dog ba- like, no, you know, and you're grabbing the, the dog bounces off me. I'm a big guy, you know, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, depending on what 7-Eleven I walk out of. And, uh, and you know, I, the dog runs back up the steps, doesn't know what happened, you know, freaked out. I'm freaked out. I'm laying on the freaking steps outside. <laughs> My wife's messing around with the horses, comes back inside, and I'm hobbling back inside. She's like, are you okay? Like, just normal. Hey, you doing all right? Everything go okay? And I'm like, no! Why? I... <laughs> fell so she comes running in the house she's on the back porch yelling at me through the window and uh i said well what do you mean you fell and i showed her my knee and i haven't had a strawberry since i was in little league baseball and i had a huge strawberry on my knee and you know the skin just ripped off and it's bleeding and my elbows were kind of little strawberries little cherries on my elbows and my whole entire shirt because it's been raining my shirt's got like dirt and mud all over the back of it and i'm like i just felt like i felt homeless so i walked inside and she's like oh my god sit down i'm like oh my god oh my god <laughs> so well take you know take this and take that all right i, I took it and i was fine but the next day i woke up i felt like i was in a car accident you guys have had that before <laughs> everyone's fallen before or you get jarred it felt like you were in a car accident so for the for like a, the next few days i'm walking around and i'm just kind of you know moving my shoulder around i'm like oh man it just gotta get that back and you feel so old you feel so old and you're trying to get back and oh man you know my younger days i could have taken that bounced right up and ran a marathon so that happened the other day and then fast forward to maybe four or five days later it's we had a cold snap here in the carolinas now we broadcast just outside of charlotte north carolina a beautiful little town we like to call marshville and uh, we had a cold snap here so it's been getting colder and colder and cooler i should say cooler not colder cooler and so i'm getting ready you know getting out of easy ladies i'm taking a shower i'm getting out of the shower and i go to put on my my fleece i got fleece pajama bottoms and of course 
just, you know, during the day you have a couple beers or something, but you're not really like out of control. So I'm sitting there and I'm wrapping up the day and, you know, letting the dogs out again. I didn't take the dogs down the stairs. All right, what are we going to watch on TV tonight? And I'm, I go to put my fleece pants on out of coming out of the shower and you get one leg in. And then it's always a, it's a gamble because you're looking at yourself and you go, all right, if I pick this leg up, I got to get it right into the pant leg or I'm done. It, it's it's one shot deal. So I pick my other leg up, my right leg up to shoot it into the pant leg. And sure enough, I catch the crotch. Well, what happens when you catch the crotch? It kind of pulls you to the, the opposite direction. So I quickly tried to pull my leg out of the pants and it gets caught on the hem. Guess where I went? Yep. I went that way. I went the opposite way. I landed on my right side this time. So I'm laying on the floor in the bedroom, flailing around. My wife comes running in because we have wood floors with a crawl space underneath it. It sounded like I knocked the whole entire wall over. She's like going, you know, I'm not a skinny guy. I'm a big guy. I'm like 250, 260. And I, you know, I hit the ground and my wife goes, what the hell? What the hell's going on in here? And she comes running in and I'm laying on the floor again. She's like, what did you do? I go, babe, I tried to put my leg in the pants and I got stuck and I couldn't get my leg leg out and it friggin' tripped me and I fell on my I fell on my side. Another car accident, two car accidents in one within less than seven days. So needless to say, I'm a little banged up, little uh oh man, a little worse for the wear is what they say, I guess. I don't know what the phrase is, but Holy mackerel. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I hope you haven't fallen as many times as I have. I, I know. So w- when we come back, we're going to get into the actual show. And you guys, you ready for Thanksgiving? Uh, are you ready? I mean, literally, are you ready? I mean, there's the outside of getting the turkey and getting all that stuff. There's a lot of stuff. It's a whole new world that we're living in right now. And we'll dive into all these things when we come back. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Hey guys, you want free stocks? You want free cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency is estimated to go up to $65,000 per share by the end of next year. And who doesn't like free food? Take advantage now. Go to freestocksandbonuses.com. You're listening to Profit Radio. Stick around. We'll be right back. Deacon Live presents you Stone with their latest song, Get the Money. You can hear the full song over at ProfitRadio.com. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all our social networks, and the way you do that is to go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the social contact section, and you can see all the stuff that links us to you and you to us as we broadcast to you from the Bring You Joy studio. Go to bringyoujoy.world for more information on that as well. Now, talking about, you know, getting out of shape or being in shape and falling down, falling down steps and stuff, um, I have seen something that I caught notice is uh, you, you've seen the State Farm commercials where it's like, you know, who are you, who are you talking to? Jay. Well, what is he wearing? I'm wearing khakis. You've seen the commercials, and they've swapped out the um, the original guy who said that, which was fine. They, they actually admitted to it, and they were going, hey, look, we're going to take this Jake from State Farm a little bit further, so we need a professional actor. Now, 
The guy that they have right now, I don't know if you, you've noticed this or not. When the new Jake first appeared in commercials, you probably didn't think of anything. This was a very modest guy with a very modest wardrobe as he, you know, wears his signature khakis and he's always, sometimes he's got like the company sweater on it. One of the latest commercials that that's out right now is, um, you know who Carl Banks is? You know, for, uh, what's his name? God, Alfonso, Alfonso Romero. Sorry, I just know him as, as uh, Carl Banks from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There's a commercial that he's standing next to him, and he kind of towers over him a little bit, and you kind of look, and he's got a little tighter shirt on, and everyone's like going, "Hmm, this new guy Jake, he is. He, there's something, there's something about him." Now all of a sudden, his shirts are start, starting to get a little bit tighter on him. His sleeves are a little bit shorter and suddenly it's not hard to notice that jake from state farm is actually friggin' swole if you haven't seen him holy mackerel this guy's standing next to an elite professional athlete in one commercial and it makes him look like jim halpert from the office apparently jake's not busy bundling your home and life and auto insurance he's at the gym bundling weights into his incline bench rack now if you look at him he is friggin' swole now i think everyone has has seen that he has gotten larger and he's buff and the latest commercial that I saw. He's like a, a beekeeper or something like that, and they actually had to cover up his arms a little bit. They put, like, beekeeper gloves on him. You don't tell me they were not doing it, but he's a buff dude. The guy, Jake from State Farm, if you watch his commercials, keep keep an eye on him. He's a he's a swollen dude. Swollen dude. Now, something swollen, when it's Thanksgiving time, you want the biggest turkey you can find. Now, with, with groups and everything that are getting smaller, you're only allowed to have 10 people in your house. If that, 10 people, your Thanksgiving turkey is getting smaller this year. And people are looking for a smaller turkey. And here's what's going on with the smaller turkeys and why they're in such high demand. Well, the politicians in some states are trying to clamp down on your Thanksgiving enjoyment, but, you know, people are still going to be eating their turkey, aren't they? Christina Parts-Nevelis is at a turkey farm in Kings Park, New York. Now, hold on. You can't have a, a British guy give an article about Thanksgiving. They don't know what Thanksgiving is like they don't know what the 4th of July is. Come on. New York. Christina... I'm told there is a lot of demand this year for smaller turkeys. Is that accurate? Am I reading the teleprompter right? Because I don't know what smaller turkeys means. It's accurate depending on who you ask, which producers. At this farm, yes, it is accurate. Why? Because more people, more large gatherings are shrinking down into smaller group gatherings. We know millions of Americans have had to change their plans for Thanksgiving, but turkey is still on the table, and that's why sales are rising. This is Tom over here. These guys are pardoned, so they won't <laughs> be on your, your uh, table this Thanksgiving dinner. But we came to Raleigh. This is a poultry farm in Long Island, and they've been around for 61 years. We know that Thanksgiving 2020 brings travel restrictions as well as advisories on having large indoor gatherings. We know, according to Kroger's, which is a large U.S. Uh, national grocery chain, they said that roughly 43% of American families still plan to celebrate, but with immediate families. So it's going to be a lot smaller. But that means sales could uptick, which is why I spoke to the co-owner of this poultry farm about how her business... All right, so yeah, uh, so they're saying that 43% of the families are now going to have their own Thanksgiving with immediate family. Now, what happens to all those people out there that are um, like one-offs, the, the misfits, the people that don't really have 
a family and, you know, hey, are you less likely or more likely to bring in someone outside your own your own family? Of course, hopefully you've seen your family more than you've seen the homeless person or not the homeless person, the, the one-off person. But, I mean, for the most part, what's going to happen to these? Are these people going to get together and have, like, um herd immunity? You know, hey, I don't have a family. Hey, I don't have a family either. Well, let's let's all hang out together and hopefully... Uh, we won't get coronavirus. And what they're saying is the coronavirus, at one out of ten people, one out of ten people, that's why they draw the line at ten people, uh, is more likely to have the coronavirus or be exposed or be infected by the coronavirus. Now, this Thanksgiving is going to be my wife, uh, myself, uh, her sister-in-law, and one, two, three nieces, and the three nieces' husbands. So if I do the math right on that, that's seven people. So we're, I think we're in the clear, hopefully in the clear. And, uh, but they've actually released maps that shows the, the hot spots, the hot spots of where you're more likely to run into a person in, infected by the coronavirus. Now, if you're watching this on the, under the tent video, for every podcast we do, we have a video that matches so you can watch everything in tandem as we're talking about it here on the air. So here you go. And it looks like all the hot spots are in the north, like the middle north, West, like the Montana, the Wisconsin, all those, not flyover states, Iowa, because I think there's less people in there. So less people together is more likely, there's more numbers to throw the, the statistics off. But if you look in California, California is not very hot, but they're very, very dense. You know, one out of 400 million, or not 400, sorry, 4 million, in, depending on what county or state or city you live in. You're less likely to be infected. Florida the same way. North Carolina, and eh, we got some podunk, <laughs> got some podunk towns out there. But if you look like Chicago, Michigan, Illinois, Illinois, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, all those states right there, they're hot spots for being caught with uh, the coronavirus. And and I'll post this up. And the way you see this is to go to Deacon Live, and you can see this map as well. But I mean, it's it's. I mean, that's the Thanksgiving map. What's going to happen when Christmas comes around? What's going to happen when New Year's comes around? What's going to happen when you have your office party? I don't know. Are we having office parties? No, we're not. We're going to have a Zoom office party because no one's even even in their offices anymore. I, it's, it's crazy. It's getting out of control. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about a couple things that um related to Thanksgiving, stuff that you thought you needed and stuff that you didn't even know that was out there that you might need that would make things interesting for this Thanksgiving. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. With their new song, Mary Kate Nashley. Find them on IndieSound.com. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You were the first kid on the block to have goddamn internet access. Um, I remember your um, your Commodore. Um, it was like a 128 or something. Yeah, it's trying to fit in in um, a world that does not accommodate them. That's good. <laughs> what? Hold on, no. Yeah. yeah. Texas Live. It's off the interweb. Call 407. Very good. 448-8800. 
You are in an anomaly. Underpaid Global is launching their new clothing line. Underpaid Global's mission is to educate men and women around the world who may feel they are underpaid. We can solve this together by becoming owners and creating our new future. Go to underpaidglobal.com to show your support. Skipping to the front of the line. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all our social networks. And the way you do that is you go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the social contacts. And make sure you subscribe, like, share, and do all the stuff that you do when you listen to a podcast. Uh, we appreciate that. Give us a thumbs up, thumbs down. It doesn't matter. Either way, as long as you're listening to us. And we are broadcasting from the Bring You Joy studios. And that's bringyoujoy.world for more information on them as well. Now, with traveling... Is Thanksgiving or, or Christmas the most traveled year? I guess Thanksgiving would be the one of the most traveled years or traveled days during the year. Um, now, Boeing, the 737 MAX, has been grounded worldwide following two deadly crashes. The Federal Aviation Administration on Wednesday has approved for Boeing's fixes on the airplane to clear the MAX to return to service. So if you're traveling out there, now it, it's not going to happen right away. But just think about it in the next in the next year. The long delayed approved to mean that the MAX is on track to fly passengers again in the United States before the year's end. I, I don't know if I if I want to be the first guy on that plane. After each plane and pilot meets requirements by the FAA laid out in recent weeks, Boeing can resume jet deliveries and production of the Renton. Renton will begin to ramp up, though very slowly. Since the first crash of the MAX two years ago has discovered the problems that has delayed this movement. CEO Dave Calhoun in Chicago, in a statement, says that lives have lost in two tragic accidents. The lessons have learned from the MAX crashes have reshaped our company. The FAA verdict says that the jet is safe to fly, at least beginning of the end of the Boeing crisis for the MAX. But yet Boeing grapples the logistics of getting more airplanes in the air. Uh, the details of the cause of the crashes tragedy surfaced over the past 20 months. Boeing reputation for engineers' excellence has been shattered. The FAA positions the world as the arbitrator for, for safety has seriously been undermined using flying the uh, 737 MAX in the air, but I guess they made some changes. They put, <laughs> put a stick of gum on it, put some duct tape over the things that said that the plane was um what was a it was an altimeter thing where it didn't it didn't know how how close it was to the ground. Everything was off, and all of a sudden you know planes are crashing. So I guess Boeing is going to let the seven thirty actually the the FAA is going to let the seven thirty seven Max return to the air because they fixed a couple problems. I don't know if I if, you know we traveled up to New York you know two three times a year, and uh, during the time. That the max was falling out of the sky. I was worried. You know, I looked and looked. If it says max, I'm not getting on it. Not getting on it. But now they're going to be back in rotation. And who's to say that, you know, they forgot to fix one? How many planes do they have in their, in their fleet? Let's say 200. Let's say 200 planes. And to put the stick of gum and the duct tape on all of them to fix them? You know, there, there's some... Someone's going to forget something. I, I don't want to say it, but mark my words. I, I hope all the best for them, but I hope another plane doesn't fly out of, not literally fly out of the air, but, you know, fall and crash. 
Now, what do you do? Excuse me. Now, once your family makes it safely to, to their destination at your house, and these aren't these aren't people that you see on a regular basis. They're flying in or they're driving in from out of town, and you know they usually do it the day before. They they show up on Wednesday, and I'm just speaking from my own personal experience of what's going to happen here. So they show up on Wednesday. We we uh, they. They have dinner, everyone catches up, have a few cocktails, maybe a bonfire here in North Carolina. And then the next day is Thanksgiving. So you spend all day Thanksgiving, you know, cooking and mostly prepping and everything's done or you just have to cook everything and throw it in the oven and, and all the stuff that you do with, with Thanksgiving prep. Now the next day, once everything's done, everyone wakes up in the morning. Oh my God, it's Friday morning. Now, all right, you have breakfast. All right, then what do you do after breakfast? You've got a house full of people that you haven't seen or, or, or talked to. I say talk to, but haven't really interact with them in maybe, let's say, six months. That's a good way to do it, six months. Maybe, uh, what do you do? I mean, for entertainment. Now, here here on the French, you know, we've got plenty of room to shoot guns. And I know the neighbors next door, they just had their wedding. Uh, they had family in the house for a week. And he went out and purchased a couple shotguns, you know, rifles from the pawn store, pawn shop. To shoot clay pigeons. And they did that all day, you know, as much as they, they can shoot clay pigeons all day long. But they, all of them, they all took turns and they shot clay pigeons. They went out there and they had the best, you know, had the best time doing that. Well, here I am, male, alpha male, in a house full of alpha females. I'm, I'm, I'm not shooting, I'm not going to be allowed to shoot guns here. We're going to do something that, of course, they want to do. I, I brought it up. I said, you know what? What if we were to, you know, take out the, <laughs> the artillery and throw some cans up and shoot? Um, they're not going to want to shoot any of that. Okay, well, that's fine. Then what do you want to do? Maybe we can do one of those paint, you know, where you go somewhere and paint stuff and, and you know, you they teach you how to paint or do one of the paint things, you know, the, where you bring your own wine and all the girls are of age to drink except for one. <laughs> Let's go paint somewhere. I'm like, babe, don't forget, we're in North Carolina. They're coming from Florida. These girls are already wide open. It's the Wild West down there in Florida. Everything's open. They don't mask, no mask. They don't care. Stick a mask around your ear. I qualify. But they're coming up here to North Carolina where everything's a little bit more stricter. They will literally, the ABC here will literally go, sir, you need, you have a mask? No. Uh, then go out and come back. Don't come back in until you have a mask on. And nobody says anything. Nobody gets upset up here because that's the rules. That's the law here in, in North Carolina. So you want to have like a painting thing, which is fine. I don't mind doing that. I've done it a million times before. But it, it's going to be different. You're not going to be able to sit right on top of someone. Oh, what? Are you, and you lean over. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. How's yours looking? How's yours looking? I don't know. It looks good. It looks good over here. You can. They're going to space you out, and you're being like going, "Hey, can you can you pass that?" To me, what the bottle of wine? Oh, uh, put your mask on before you leave your seat. <laughs> but I, what do you do? What do you do when you have a house full of people? And it's the day after Thanksgiving, and uh, you need to quote unquote entertain them because you know what the kids are going to do. You know exactly what the kids are going to do because they're one just graduated from college, one's in college, and one's in their senior year of high school. You know what they're going to do. Click, 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 like, 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 share, share, share. Uh, what, I'm doing the, the selfie thing. Selfie, mmm, duck lips, mmm, click, click, click. That's what's going to happen. That's what they're going to do. Now, if you're looking for something to do and you're in the Georgia area, they now have a drive through the world's largest animated light show at the World of Illumination in Georgia. We do a lot of things well here in Georgia. 
from crafting the latest tastiest southern food you can ask for and for the best hospitality. But there's something else that we do excellent here in the Peach State. Now, the Peach State's going to be the next uh, Hollywood, South Hollywood, in my opinion. They also do Christmas very well. This year marks the grand opening of the World Illumination in Marietta, Georgia, the biggest animated drive through light show in the world. That's a bold statement. Have they traveled the world to find out? I don't know. Someone's got to be out there to mark this. The World of Illumination offers a unique theme park experience called Candy Candy Rush. Not Candy Crush. <laughs> Hashtag trademark pending. Which is open nightly from 6 to 10 p.m. starting November 20th. Yeah, because it gets dark around 4.30, so that would be great. The Candy Rush Experiences features a plethora of interactive holiday displays that are light up with nearly 2 million animated Christmas lights. Picture sugar plum fairies, gingerbread villages, and sweets in every direction. Watch those million of the holiday lights dance all over all over around you. So they've got it set up to audio, uh, and you drive through. So you can take the kids and drive around. you got to wait till at night, though. I mean, it's 6 to 10 p.m. What are you going to do during the day? The Candy Rush drive through animated light show runs all the way to January 3rd, 2021, make it that far uh so make sure you score your tickets soon and it looks like uh they are just outside of the kenshaw uh, state university so there you go in georgia you can drive around and, and do the holiday lights that's kind of cool we have something here we have the charlotte motor speedway and they kind of do something like that where they decorate with lights and stuff and you could drive your cars through it but i need something like to do like during the day like after breakfast all right what are we doing after breakfast okay let's go for a walk you know you can drive them around the property we've got a, a side-by-side that they uh, haven't seen before, so we'll probably do a lot of side-by-side rides or tours. Uh, it only fits three people, that's including the driver. We might have to take turns, or I don't want to go, or I'll drive, and they'll drive, and do all that stuff. But, I mean, you're really limited as far as what to do during uh, now that you've got family sitting at home. And, of course, everyone will go back on Saturday morning. I think they're driving up here, by the way. So driving up here door-to-door uh, -door -door from Orlando, I think, is eight hours, as long as they don't stop. But I think they have a little puppy that they're bringing with them. So it might take them maybe nine. You know how you stop and break and stop and break. Anyways, Now, for those of you that don't have, um, that can't get your family, they don't want to fly on that uh, Max 737, or they can't make it to your location, Zoom is doing something very special for you guys. And stick around. I'll tell you what it's all about here in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Please leave a message. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. And someone will return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. Thank you. Deacon Live now presents you, The Real Is Here, T-R-I-H, with their new song, Losing It. Find their link on ProfitRadio.com. Because I've been fucking with you for a minute. Really good on love, what a minute. 
please oh let me get another minute maybe an hour your love i devour your morning is louder and louder i couldn't be proud of my little flower my little baby driving me crazy all on the daily you know that she hate me she loving me loving me loving me such yeah i think your love's not enough yeah look for sobriety welcome back to deacon live make sure you follow us on all our social networks and the way you do that is go to profit radio p-r-o-p-h-e-t radio we are broadcasting to you from the bring you joy studio go to bring you joy dot world for more information on that now loved ones that can't make it into town what do you do you call them up hey everybody how you doing and then the phone gets passed around gets passed around in this day of age zoom is the biggest thing and uh everyone has meetings on it everyone does their schoolwork on it uh they talk to long distance friends uh because uh, like my friend it dan uh we do another podcast called is this going somewhere make sure you follow them as well it's mostly darker conversations <laughs> about what's going on in the world not the lighter stuff the fluffy stuff that i talk about here on deacon live so make sure you Check them out as well. That's Is This Going Somewhere, wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, Zoom, if you don't know that they limit the free access, is limited to 40 or 50 minutes. Now, Zoom has, has appreciated everyone. God, their they're stock, I told you eight months ago to buy stock in them. They are giving back a little bit, and they should. They, damn, they were nobody for a long time. They actually blew Skype out of the water. As a thank you to our customers, we will be lifting, Zoom will be lifting the 40-minute limited for all meetings globally on midnight Eastern Standard Time on November 26th through 6 a.m. November 27th. Now, hold on a minute. So let me see. When's November? November 26th. Okay. So it's... Well, that's stupid. That I mean, thank you, Zoom. I appreciate it. But midnight on the 26th is midnight on Thanksgiving night. And then all the way till 6 a.m. on the 20... So it gives you... Am I reading this right? Globally from midnight on the 26th through 6 a.m. And yeah, this is from Zoom. So you got six hours. You got from midnight. You got from midnight to 6 a.m. the night of Thanksgiving. And when I say the night of Thanksgiving... I mean, after dinner's done, after dessert's eaten, and everyone's passed out. Zoom, you know what? I thought it was a good idea, and now that I'm reading the actual Twitter thing, F you, <laughs> Zoom. I mean, here it is, and I'll post this up on the on the Deacon Live section on Profit Radio, and you can see this for yourself. Jesus Christ, thank you to all our customers. We'll be lifting the 40-minute globally at midnight on the 26th uh, through 6 a.m. on the 27th. Why did, then why didn't why even do it? That's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. Why would you even do that? That's That's stupid. Now, one thing that I did, and I came through. I say I came through. I had some friends of mine. And I put like two and three together. There's a lot of stuff going out there. Uh, November's real famous for having like a Renaissance festival and all those medieval things. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's it's a certain type of people. It's nothing but like what do they call it? emu legs and patchouli and chainmail. And when I say chainmail, not like mail in the mail. I'm talking mail like uh, knights of the knights of the round table wear. So I saw a friend of mine, Carrie, on Facebook says, "Hey, we're going to the such and such festival in whatever Florida." And I said, "Okay, cool." And then a good friend of mine that I used to work in the nightclubs with, she's starting her own business, doing this whole selling of products and stuff at these Renaissance festivals. And I said, "You know what?" And I said, "Where is she at?" I said, "I said, oh my god." You are at the same place at this. And these two people had no idea who each other was. And I said, do me a favor, Carrie, 
Go over to the Kismet booth, Kismet with a Z, and check out some of Priscilla's stuff. So sure enough, they met each other and say, hey, do you know Deacon? And she's like, hey, do you know Deacon? How do you know? And they, I'm sure they probably had a hoot and a nanny. And sure enough, they sent me a picture and said, look what you've done. She's like, I didn't realize that I've been coming to this place for years, and I've actually bought stuff from this venue, this a vendor. And so both of them thank me. And so it's just kind of one of those Facebook connections. I literally said, Hey, if you're there, go see this person. Sure enough, she went there, saw the person. They took a picture. I said, Oh my God, that's, that's great. That's a great connection. How about that? Right? It's a good, that's good. That's makes you feel good when people actually do that. Now, are you guys familiar with the super band? Do you know what a super band is? For the most part, let me see, I've got the thing here. For the most part, what it is, is uh, a bunch of other bands, or like the guitarist from this band has joined, you know, the lead singer of this band, and this band, you know, the drummer from this band, and this band, you know, and it's kind of like these hodgepodge of all these different, uh, like, secondary projects. You always, you always hear about such and such has, a, uh, you know, outside projects, or such and such is, is leaving the band to pursue outside projects. Well, and just to give you an idea, some of the super bands you might not have heard of, I'm talking, this is back in... I can go all the way back to the 60s. Let's see. Let's see if, let's see if I can find a 60s band for you. All right. Cream was a su- what they considered a super band. You had Eric Clapton, Jack Bruce, Ginger Baker, all from different other projects. Humble Pie was a huge band that that had a whole bunch of outside influences. Now let's get to a little bit more uh, current one. Bad Company, of course. Uh, let's scroll down a little bit. Power Station, for all you 80s babies out there, Power Station had Robert Palmer, Tony Thompson from Chic, and the two guys, the Taylor Brothers from Duran Duran. That was a bit, that was what they considered a super group. Let's get a little into the, you had the Traveling Wilburys in the early 90s. Uh, Damn Yankees is the one that everyone talks about. Pigface is one of my favorite, but those are all crazy people. Yeah, they're crazy. Oh, believe me. Uh, Mad Season, which is Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Screaming Trees. Uh, you had the, let's see, who else? Some that kind of stick out here. Perfect Circles, an- another representative. And there's a lot more out there. Of course, you know, rap artists, it's always uh, uh, the lead producer, the lead singer, uh, and then featuring someone else. So every every genre is, has done it themselves. Now, this new super band has come out. Whether we need them or not, they're getting together. Is a band called Suspect 208. Talking about a rock pedigree, a new band called Suspect 208 features sons of the late singer Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots, Guns N' Roses guitarist Slash, his son, and Metallica bassist Robert Trujillo. I always get the bass guitarist from Metallica, Trey Trujillo. I'm going to mess that up. Trio. And this is our new song called Long Awaited. Now, the lead singer, Noah Wyland, 20 years old, Ty Treu is 16, and London Houston, the son of Slash, is on drums. Uh, is on drums? Really? Well, there you go. Oh, it's a quartet. So this is their new song that they've got out, which is, it's kind of cool, but listen to the influences. If you, if you know these bands at all, uh, listen to, especially the lead singer, and see if it reminds you of anyone. Let's see. Let me. She tries hard to get me They keep intercepting The skin is so sexy
So it has that, that Stone Temple Pilots sound to it, and uh, I, I guess it's okay. It sounds pretty good. But, yeah, that's that's the new super band that's coming out, or that's out right now that, that you might be aware of if you can listen to uh, or watch a video anymore. But, yeah, you can find them as well, and that's uh, Suspect 208. Now, when we come back, we're going to get into, let's see... So it's the end of the year, and there's a whole lot of new food. I know it's This Week in Food again, but this is going to be a little bit different. It's the stuff that that they're creating just for Thanksgiving. So we'll dive into that here in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Losing a loved one is never easy, and grieving alone doesn't help as well. The Bring You Joy album helps you get through these times. Go to bringyoujoy.world to listen to the 24 different tracks, vocalists, and different stylings of music to help you get through this grieving process. That's bringyoujoy.world. Today in the news, you can believe fucked you in the ass countless times. I've got a database full of nothing and XLR cables up your asshole. 407-447-448-8800. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Welcome back to Deacon Live. We are broadcasting from the Bring You Joy studio. Go to bringyoujoy.world for more information. Now, new things are coming out, and they're they're allowed to be coming out because, not penalties, but restrictions have been lifted, and we're starting to get out there a little bit more and do more things. Now, on the reverse side of that, a lot of us have been cooped up in the house and cooped up in our offices and cooped up in buildings, and we're not allowed to do anything but create new stuff. Now, this has been in the works. Get ready, Tampa, Florida. This has been in the works for a while. You guys are getting something new over there in Tampa. An entertainment destination in Tampa's uptown district. It's bringing some new jobs and a lot of excitement into an area that needs both. Yes, it does. As Fox 13's Lloyd Sowers shows us, the beer will flow because they're building it at the Yingling Brewery. Yingling has been brewing beer in Tampa for 20 years. But what's outside caught the eye of people with ideas. 20 acres next to the brewery. It's a nice green field. But there's a lot we could do. We just have to have people with vision. Mark Sharp found them in the Yingling family. They've offered tours and beer tastings for years, but this takes it up 10 notches. A multi-million dollar restaurant and entertainment destination with a planned 15-story hotel in Tampa's uptown near USF. This is going to be a destination that people will be talking about all over the world, and it was started by the Yingling family. 
The brewery's expansion taps the potential of an area that's been economically flat. In beer terms, Yingling's project could finally pop the top in Uptown. <laughs> the USF area sees hundreds of thousands come in and out. Backers say the Yingling project will bring new jobs and help build a live-work-play community in Uptown. I'm just so excited to be part of this with our, our local partners here in Uptown Tampa with Bush Gardens, Moffitt Cancer Center, USF, and the VA Hospital. Just great partnership all around. We'll have a hotel here. We'll have a, a restaurant here. We'll have a meeting space, which we desperately need in the Uptown District. We have so many conferences that take place that originate here and go someplace else. Soon, the old brewery on 30th Street will take on new life. You're standing on ground zero where you're going to see a renaissance all around us. You could say that beer is building the new heart of Uptown. Lloyd Sowers, Fox 13 News. There you go, Tampa. So you're getting a whole new... Uh Entertainment complex right next to the Yingling Brewery. I didn't know they had one in there. You can see when the last time I've been over to Tampa, Florida. But yeah, Yingling is is uh, investing all this money, which is fine. I mean, that's great. You know, the more money you pump into the the communities and and build all that stuff, we need something. We're ready to get out. We're we're tired of being sitting sitting at home. Now, when we sit at home. Uh, another thing that's going to get us out of the house and get us out there uh, moving and grooving out there is uh, a lot of these new items. Now, a couple new items have come out this week, which is in my – do we need these items? I always say that. Do we need these items? Well, guess what? Waffle House has now created their very own Waffle House bacon beer. Restaurant collaborates with brewery to come up with bacon and kegs. Waffle House, home of the hash browns that come scattered, smothered, covered, and chunked, etc., etc., has elaborated on and collaborated with a brewery in Georgia to produce their own beer that pairs well with the iconic eateries menu. Like, that's all you need when you go to Waffle House. I'm done drinking for the day. I don't want any more. Um, the beloved scent of bacon stands out from the typical medium hop aroma, hop aroma of this red ale. The malt sweetness and the base beer blends perfectly with salty, savory, and smoky bacon extract to create this delicious, unique beer. That's right. So Waffle House has now created their own unique beer uh, based in the bacon. So if you ever go to Waffle House, now I, I know that they're getting their uh, beer, and, beer and wine license. So now they've teamed up with Oconee. O C O N E E Brewery, and they're creating their own uh, their own Waffle House uh, bacon beer. Now, something that you might not know is Waffle House actually has their own record label, and they are one of the most successful record labels. If you go to in the Waffle House, they've got a jukebox, and you hit the <laughs> the thing, and it, you know it's songs like "Bacon and Eggs" or "Sunny on the Hash Brown Side" or something like that. Something stupid, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. Waffle House is doing that. Now, someone else is changing their format or changing the way you look at them. It's KFC. When's the last time you went into a KFC outside of a drive-thru? Now, everything's getting changed around. You know, uh, you can sit at home and order your own KFC through DoorDash or uh, Grubhub or all those places. So KFC is now taking that upon themselves to actually minimize their footprint in locations. They have two new designs that they are revealing this Wednesday. Highlights the fact that diners' habits have shifted towards delivery rather than uh, restaurant dining, so there's no more eating in. The existence of the store that was called the American Showman will be phased out after years and years and years. Uh, they're taking note from Chipotle and Starbucks, and what they're doing is they're they're making these smaller, more emphasized on the drive-through, and also making smaller like carry-out when you the real estate's like very valuable. Like they'll be able to open them up in in New York and and municipalities to have these locations in there. 
so that was the only thing holding KFC. I say the only thing. There's a lot of things that are holding them back. Now, they used to be owned once by Pepsi or the PepsiCo company. Now, PepsiCo, of course, has, has dived into making something new. You've had, you've seen the Coke with lime. You've seen the, the Pepsi Max. You've seen the, the crystal clear Pepsi. Well, get ready for this one. This Thanksgiving is now approaching fast. And just in case you forgot dessert, what they're doing is they're giving away a two liter bottles of Pepsi apple pie to 115 winners of its Pepsi apple pie challenge sweepstake in which fans can enter by submitting a photo or a video of their baking fail. Baking... Failing at baking, especially this year, is nothing to be ashamed of. For those of you who aren't bakers or just trying out for the first time, this holiday, this unique holiday season, should not be looked down upon. With the Pepsi apple pie, we are providing a freshly delicious twist on the traditional slice of apple pie, while making sure some people have some fun and don't take themselves too seriously in the process. So you can go to, you have to do hashtag Pepsi apple pie challenge, uh, to submit your failed thing. Now, I would just burn something on purpose. I'd burn, would you burn the whole kitchen down for a two liter of apple pie? And, and eventually this is, this is just a, a ploy. It's a test market. But if it does, then you can stop by the store and grab yourself an apple pie. Why not? They have apple pie moonshine. They have apple pie, all those other things. Alcoholic drinks, not that Pepsi's alcoholic, but that would be pretty good. Actually, take that back. Uh, if you do Pepsi, the apple pie Pepsi with a mix, what would you mix it with? Would you mix it with rum? That would be pretty good, right? That sounds good. And one more company that's getting on the whole, sure, why not, is Frito-Lay. Frito-Lay is opened an online shopping store selling only Dorito sweatshirts and Cheeto onesies. I say, and there's more, there's more, don't worry. A list of non-clothing companies catered the diehard fans by selling leisure wear suddenly goes on and on and on and on for, for the whole 2020 holiday season. You can add Frito-Lay to that list. The snack giant says that their website, snack.com, now offers holiday bundles in their first ever holiday shopping section. There are fans that will find sweaters, beanies, socks, scarves, and onesies from brands including Cheetos, Doritos, and Tositos. So yes, that means you can find the ugly Doritos Christmas sweater that you've been dreaming of for your holiday party, if we have one. Or maybe you need an orange adult-sized Cheeto hoodie uh, onesie for 78 bucks. Jesus. To live out your best Chester Cheetah life. Frito-Lay also says that they that these items will only be available while supplies last. So they've only printed up like 2,000 of them. Once they're gone, they're gone. And if we learn anything about other brands' quirky shops, yet oftentimes supplies don't last at all. So there you go. If you can uh, buy these online, go to Frito-LaySnacks.com. Uh, and buy your buy me a gift. <laughs> Send it here. Send it here to the station. And the way you do that is to email me, Deacon at ProfitRadio.com. All right, we're going to talk about a couple more things, and we'll wrap up the show. Uh, and we're going to talk about all the little kitties out there. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Can I take your order, please? Are you having
having to navigate the grief of losing a loved one. The Bring You Joy album is here to help you through this time. And while music does have the power to heal, we know from personal experience that sometimes people need more. The Bring You Joy album currently has versions recorded in over 10 languages. There are 24 hours in a day, so the 24 versions symbolize how grief is often different. Hour to hour, day to day. Get yours now at bringyoujoy.world. You're listening to... God, I am so freaking classic. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. I get myself aroused sometimes. Deacon Live. Ladies and gentlemen, Deacon Live presents to you Nakia Queen with their new song, Dance It. Go to nakiaqueen.com. Is Nikia Queen in the house? Bailalo. Súbele a la música que la noche es larga y la vida es corta, hay que disfrutarla bailando, bailando hasta entrar en calor, tu cuerpo y el mío perdiendo el control, bailalo, 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 despacio, siente el ritmo que suena y bailalo, ven bailemos hasta que amanezca, la vida es para gozar, la vida es una fiesta. Welcome back to Deacon Live. We're broadcasting from the Bring You Joy studio. Go to bringyoujoy.world for more information. And make sure you follow us on all our social contacts. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio and click on the social contacts and find all the links that link us to you and you to us. You can see our YouTube, all our different platforms of where you can find the podcast at any time. Make sure you uh, like and share and subscribe and do all the stuff that, that makes us happy and, and make, hopefully makes you happy as well. Now, something that I'm happy about is that uh, I don't know if you know this, but Rick Moranis, are you familiar with him? He was the guy from uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Well, someone in downtown New York sucker punched him about uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. And didn't had no idea who the guy was. Had no idea. Just some random dude during the whole melees and everything that was going on in all the different cities, uh, all the violence in the street. Some guy just came out and just sucker punched Rick Moranis. Put him in the hospital. Well, I have an update on that story. Marquise Ventura has been charged with felony assault and if you're watching this on the uh, on the percent video which is uh every podcast we do has a live video uh that you can follow in tandem there's rick moranis this is a guy rick moranis was just walking down one of the the shops little strip mall and stuff dude just comes up well bam punches him uh sucker punches rick moranis in the face and that's the worst part i mean we, i was talking about falling on the ground and once you get up it feels like you're in a car accident being sucker punched i've been sucker punched before it sucks it sucks because your whole entire body just it's like hitting a brick wall. Marquise Ventura, 35, was accused of attacking uh, Rick Moranis, who's 67, the morning of October 1st, uh, as the actor walked on West 70th Street near Central Park West. The attack was apparently unprovoked, and now um, he is facing, let's see, oh, here's the video. I don't want to play the video. I don't want to play the video. <laughs> uh, he was arrested on November 14th and charged with second-degree felony. Ventura was an assault. On Rick Moranis. Don't hit Rick Moranis. He's he's a good guy. He's never done nothing to nobody. And what you don't know is, you know, he was doing movies and then his wife got sick. He he left. He stepped out of the limelight and, and tried to take care of his wife and the kids. And now that everyone's doing well, I think his wife passed away, unfortunately. Uh, I, I could be wrong on that. But now he's trying to step in the limelight. And now I guess... In a way, he kind of did. He got sucker punched and, oh, I know, I know, poor Rick Moranis. Speaking of poor, 
Now, every every year in Rockefeller Square, what do they have? It's that time of year where they have the they go to whatever they trek up the mountainsides, snowy valleys, and and hillsides to find the best Christmas tree for the Rockefeller Center, and they decorate it and they have all the ice skating rinks and and stuff around it. But do me a favor, you're gonna hear about this. Uh, I rather you guys hear about it first. Uh, the Christmas tree that they collected and driven however many thousands of miles to get this thing in Rockefeller, and they stand the thing up. You've seen the Charlie Brown Christmas tree? This tree looks like, well, kids, earmuffs. <laughs> you remember that? Kids, earmuffs. This tree looks like shit. Half of it's missing. There's dead limbs all over the bottom of it. I don't know how they're going to recoup this tree. The tree that they have and cut down for the Rockefeller Center it's missing. You can see half the building because it stands right up in front of the the big building there. I don't know what building that is. Someone will tell me. But the tree, it looks it looks like a Charlie Brown, if not worse than the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. So you're going to hear a lot of stories about this is the 2020 Christmas tree. This is the way our year is going. This is the what's going on. So keep your ears and, and remember that you heard it here first. It's it looks disgusting. I know. I know. I know. It, it, it's horrible. And don't forget, don't forget out there, every year we always promote this. Don't forget, there's Letters for Santa Claus. Uh, if you're not aware of, of this program, it's, it's a great program. All right, kids, earmuffs off. Earmuffs off. Every year, this website, I'm not sure, I, I need to dive into it a little bit more. OriginalSantaLetters.com. And then what you do is you, you click on uh, the link down below, and what it is is letters straight from Santa Claus directed to your child. And it's kind of cool. Let's see. I forget how much it is. Update uh, November 18th. That's today. Free shipping and 20% off. Early bird specials now for a limited time offer. So if you want to do that, order now. Let's see how much they are. I'll click on the order now for you. Okay, that's fine. Uh, order now. One Santa package. Order today. So the Santa's package has. Let's. Oh, I gotta fill all this stuff out. I don't want it. I don't want all that. I want to see how much it is. Anyways, you fill these out, and they'll fill it out for. Or you fill out all the information, and they'll send you an actual letters from Santa Claus, which is kind of cool for your kid to get in the mail. You know, when kids. I remember as a kid getting a a letter from someone at a church group that I was with. And I get a letter from, and that was cool. That was cool. Well, mail <laughs> before the internet and stuff. You know, I got a letter from someone. So now, if your kid's not digitally connected, uh, maybe a letter from Santa Claus would be kind of cool. All right, one more thing before I let you go. Have you ever tried to buy a car before? This guy is taking everything to the new level, the new extreme. He's trying to sell his cars, and he's doing everything he can for all you muscle heads out there, for all you bras. You know what I'm talking about? Bra. Hey, bra. Buy a car from me. And, you know, sales, and you always see the used car lots. Now, granted, right behind election campaign commercials and stuff is the the most annoying things are used car lots or even car lots in general, the commercials. Because you know them by heart. I'm Veronica, and call us now, and we'll like to sell you a car. And it's all the same, all the, t- the same taglines and stuff. This guy right here, this is the funniest bra salesman out there. So he he's selling it's a Dodge dealership. So he's selling a bunch of Mopar stuff. And if you don't know Mopar, they think they're better than Ford. They think they're better than Chevy. To some degree, they are. They are. But I mean, for the most part, you can argue back and forth on that. But I want you to see this video here. And the way you do that is go to profitradio.com, click on Deacon Live, and you can see the video as we talk about it right here. So here you go. This is Salesman Bra. What's up, guys? My name's Brody, and I'm here to tell you about my Dodge Challenger Hellcat. Now this ain't your knick-knack scatty pack, this is the SRT, 
or CERT, short for Certified Badass. This thing's packing a 6.2 just like me. Check this out. These rotors right here are bigger than my ego. Take a look at the inside. So it's outside, of course, of course some, some wind and stuff. Now he's got a red shirt on. He's got like kind of bro, broski haircut. Uh, young guy. As you notice, it's got red seatbelts dyed with the blood of Mustang owners. And this thing's got back seats so I can take my girlfriend's bad kids to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> around the back. Now this thing right here is a wang. That's with three A's, like the company that picks Mustangs up off the side of the highway. Haters will call this thing a boat, but that's because it floats right past them. Mopar, baby. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Brody. <laughs> so there you go. Mopar, baby. He's got one more. Let's see. I'm almost sold. Almost sold, Brody. Let's I'm go. I'm back like Slim Shady. Here to tell you about this 2020 Dodge Charger Scat Pack. Follow me. Now, they call it the Scat Pack because when you roll up on a pack of Mustangs, they all scatter because they're scared. Take a look at this beat right here. They put this bee on wheels as if the wings weren't fast enough. Follow me around to the side. <laughs> I bet you're wondering what this 392 stands for. That's its top speed, as well as the amount of races you win on a daily basis. It's also equipped with them Brembo brakes, and you know what that means. Follow me around to the back. No, I don't, Brody. Now, most cars, they call this a spoiler. But here, it's called a wank. That's with two A's, like my meetings every Wednesday. <laughs> this thing even has sensors in the back, which are completely useless because ain't nothing getting near the back of this. Mopar. Mopar, baby. Mopar. And he does a Mopar symbol. All right, this is a, that's Brody. And he's selling Mopars uh, on, on whatever lot he is. That's kind of interesting. So this week should be interesting, and uh, everything coming up here in the next week or so with Thanksgiving, I'll let, I'll keep you guys <laughs> updated what's going on. Hopefully I can get all of our nieces and stuff up here in the studio, and we can talk about everything that's going on in the Florida area and how it compares to here in North Carolina. All right, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for downloading us and uh, doing all the stuff you do for you. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for downloading us and being a part of the show. And the way you can be a part of the show is go to ProfitRadio.com, click on the Be Heard section, uh, opens up a microphone on your desktop, laptop, tablet, whatever you're listening to, and you can send a voicemail right here to the studio. I get it in my email. Ding! You probably heard a couple dings while we're sitting here uh, talking. We'll play those next week. And you can leave a message and be part of the show with us. I'll let you guys get back to what you got to do. My name is Adikin saying goodnight. And goodnight. Wait, wait, wait! Come back! This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.